Welcome to another edition of the Sea Time Living Podcast. I am Bob Lodick. I'm glad to have you here. Just diving right in, in 2017, God called me to take a sabbatical for the entire year, which was a surprise to me. It wasn't something that I uh, was wanting to do, but it was something that he called me to do. And long story short, I, we obeyed and and I did what he was asking me to do. And I, for some reason, I was just thinking as soon as we got into 2018, I was just going to see like this awesome, miraculous breakthrough in all these different areas, kind of as a result of obeying God. And I'm kind of like, God, you know, I, I obeyed. I did this big thing that you called me to do. And I was just kind of expecting January 1st of 2018, we'd see some massive shifts in some areas. And to be honest, that just hasn't been the case. And so anyway, so I'm going to drop you in on a conversation that I was having with Linda about this whole thing and about this idea of what do you do when you obey God? And not only do you not see results quickly, but in some cases it actually gets worse. And like, how do you handle that? How do you navigate through that? This is, this is a conversation that Linda and I were having. We recorded it as a YouTube video, and I thought it was uh, just really, really pertinent and relevant, so I wanted to do it as a podcast as well. And so I'm going to go ahead and drop you in on that conversation now. What do you do when you obey God and you actually see things getting worse? And that is what we're going to be talking about now. We find ourselves in a situation where we're kind of doing that. We're obeying something God had for us to do, and it seems like things are getting worse rather than better. <laughs> and we're going to be really raw and just kind of share some of the challenges that we're actually in the middle of right now and what we are believing God to do and to take us out of. But we're just in the middle of this right now. Like normally I like sharing the testimony after we're through it, but... <laughs> Everybody likes sharing the testimony. Yeah, but this, I just decided, let's just talk about this now instead of waiting until we get the testimony. Because I know the testimony is coming, but we're in the middle of it now. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And to give you a little backstory and what we're talking about here, um, when I was 31... I felt the Lord kind of lead me to give our age as a percentage of our income. So, and we've increased that over the last six years. So now I'm 37, we're both 37. Mm -hmm. And so we've been given that. And it's just been a miraculous thing, just that he's um, allowed us to do that, that we've had the means to do that. And it's been really fun. It's been really cool. But Last year, 2017, God called me to take a sabbatical and take the entire year off work, which was a big step of faith um, financially. But he covered it, you know, and everything worked out. And then as we move into this year, you know, we're trying to kind of clean up from uh, taking all that time off and get things back in order and, you know, just kind of bring the business back up to speed. Meanwhile, there was another thing that God called me to do this year that directly like impacted our revenue and like reduced our revenue by probably 40, 50 percent, um, you know, as direct obedience to God. And so we find ourselves in a situation, I wrote about this a couple months ago, where our business is upside down. Our expenses are more than our income for the business right now. It's the first time in 10 years we've ever been in this situation. You know, and thankfully we have some good savings that are kind of holding us through this, but it's still a very uncomfortable position, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and we've been in that position with our personal finances before. We know how uncomfortable that is, and you know, many people do. But the really interesting thing about all this is that I feel more at peace than I ever have before in the business. Like, and it just seems very counterintuitive. I mean, because in some ways we're in the worst financial position that we've ever been in with the business. And yet 
yeah, I just feel at peace with, you know, what God has called me to do. And, and I trust that out of this obedience, he's going to lead me to the next thing. And so we're just keeping on, keeping on. Do you think that that has anything to do with the fact that we have been here before? Yeah. No, I think part of the piece is that we have been in a situation before. We've been in this multiple times before. I mean, when I, when I first started the business, like that was yeah, crazy. That was like so, so basically, just a little story of how I started um, the the website Christian PF now Seed Time. I was I started this little blog while I was working my day job. I was working my day job also. We yeah. were newlyweds. Yeah, we had just been married a year or two. And so I started writing this blog and we were getting a little bit of traction. We were getting some visitors and readers and we were starting to make a little bit of money from it. And anyway, and as we're getting going, I'd been doing about six months. Basically, long story short, my company got bought out by another company. Uh, boss came in and just said, the entire department has to go. You know, you all are getting <laughs> laid off. And, uh, and out of that, I felt the Lord lead me to not look for a job, but to focus on the website mm-hmm. full time, which seemed pretty insane to me. At the time, we were only making a couple hundred dollars a month from it. But I'm like, okay, we'll move forward with this. Um, and then over the next few months before my official last day was, like we had gotten that income up to about $1,000 a month, which was still like way below my day job, but it was better. And then... Well, and it seemed promising. It seemed promising, like, yeah, because we had some good growth and we were moving forward. Right. And I think it was about a week before my last day, I felt the Lord say that he didn't want me to do one particular thing in the business, which was going to eliminate basically 80, 90% of our revenue. 90%, yeah. And so we went from making $1,000 a month to the literally the, the, the last month before I went um, full-time with it to $100 a month. And I remember having this conversation with you, and we immediately started to pray about it because we felt like if the Lord was leading you to do to not get a job— and to do this full time. Yeah. And then he was taking away 90% of the income. Yeah. There had to be a reason for it. Yeah. And there had to be some type of blessing attached to the obedience yeah. in it. And out of that, I mean, we saw just such tremendous, miraculous stuff happen that yeah. had I ignored that advice, like I know that it would have not worked out nearly as well. I mean, it was just really, really crazy how that happened. But within nine months, we went from that $100 a month to more than my day job. It was just insane. But and that was without that stream of revenue. That was which without that, yeah. Actually, that stream of revenue kind of... That would have hurt it? the long-term benefit of the site, right. basically. And then, like, just adding to that even more, like, once I got laid off, another two or four weeks later, I got offered a job that paid twice as much as my old day job that was working for... Um, somebody who I really admired and really looked up to who would have been doing work that I loved and I, I would have been probably pretty good at. And so when I saw that, I'm like, this is it. This is our answer to prayer. Like, right. this is the thing. And I also felt like it's not as it. soon as I started praying about it, I felt like this is not it. And, and I was like, <laughs> I was like dumbfounded because I had already told the guy yes, because I was I just just so excited. And anyway, and I, you know, called him back later that day. I'm like, I just... 
it's I'm sorry, I can't do it. Yeah, luckily he was a believer. Yeah, he was a believer and he understood. Right. Um, but it was just one of those things. Where it's like I have no idea what's going on. Like, why would this awesome opportunity present itself and it not be the thing? Like now I can look back and I can see. I know where that would have led me. I know that it would have led me off track for what God had. Well, it just I, wouldn't have been nearly as good. And I think that's what's tricky about it too is that it wasn't a bad thing. Yeah, it, it wasn't just a wasn't bad thing what at all. God had for you. Yeah. And that's the best thing. Yeah. And so my point in saying all this is coming back to where we are now. We're trying to be as honest and vulnerable and raw with where we are at the moment. The whole reason we're doing this is as an encouragement to you. If you are in that situation, you know, like we are right now in some area of your life where you are obeying God and you're not seeing anything good come out of it yet. It's like, Keep going. God has something around the corner for us. He has something around the corner for you. And I'm really excited to see what that is. But like, I have no doubt, like after the things that he's called us to do and lay down, that there is something around the corner for us. Mm -hmm. Right? There are tons of examples in the Bible. The big obvious one is Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, things did not look good for him. He died on the cross. I mean, even all of his followers were kind of like, what is happening? Yeah. And they didn't understand, but the, the end result is that we now have a complete access to God the Father, and we've been redeemed. And He gave, you know, He suffered through the things on this earth for the greater result. Yeah. Something I also really like is that just that Psalm twenty three it talks about even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death you will be with me. And so there's not any promise. I think sometimes as Christians, we can think, well, God's supposed to be with me. I thought he was on my side. And so it makes, it puts us in the position of thinking nothing should ever happen to us. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just not biblical. that's not what the Bible says (laughs) at all. It actually says the opposite. It says you will encounter various trials, but he's with us through the whole thing. And I think that's what's different about this time for us, I feel like we are almost laughing going through this because we have kind of this joy of the Lord on us yeah. knowing that he's going to come through in whatever way that means. And I honestly, I don't know what that means right now. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. And I don't want to assume, I, I'm done assuming what it means. Yeah. And I am just excited for what he's going to do and how he's going to do it. Yeah. And, you know, being honest, most days I'm not able to laugh through it. But when I am strong in the Lord and when I'm renewing my mind, that's when I can look at the future and smile right. and not stare at the challenges of the moment. You know? Yeah. And I'm reminded of Moses, you know, and taking the Israelites out of Egypt, you know, this huge breakthrough. And then while they're in the wilderness, before they get to the promised land, um, while they're going through this kind of challenging phase, like a lot of them want to go back to Egypt. And it's like, what? Why back would you? The, why would you want to go back captive. to slavery? Like, why right. would you want to do that? And and the only reason that I can think of is that the wilderness period was just so challenging. You know, it was just so difficult waiting for God and waiting for God's promise to come through mm-hmm. that that they wanted to go back. You know, and I and I think and I think many of us encounter different wilderness periods like that where. It's just really hard to wait it out and to keep going when it seems like the promise isn't coming. Mm-hmm. It seems like you're doing all the right stuff, but yeah. you're not going anywhere. 
You know, another verse that I really love that pertains to this is, I can't remember the reference, but I believe it's in Psalms. And it says, those who look to him are radiant and their faces are never covered in shame. Yeah. I just love that. Because it's true. If we're keeping our eyes on him and we're following what he has for us to do, he's going to keep us from shame and he's going to keep us from being embarrassed in front of everybody. And yeah. And I mean, there's definitely, I think, in this season, humbling moments. Yeah. But I think that's far different from shame. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think in seasons like this, it's easy to, or it's easier, assuming you're open to it, <laughs> to uh, let the pride be stripped off of you. Maybe pride that had accumulated in areas uh, over the years. I mean, I've just found that in my case. And it's like, and I don't believe that God causes the challenges, but I, I believe that he uses them. He uses, you know, whatever situation, whatever situation we're in. Um, so I think another point that we should make is it doesn't matter how smart you are with your money. Sometimes things just don't go right. Yeah. If that's you and if you're going through that, it's okay. Like... <laughs> It's easy for a financial expert to sit there and point the finger and say, well, you're not doing it this right and you should be doing this. And you and it's like, yeah, hopefully you never feel that way from our site or from any of these videos because first of all, no one has it all figured out. And I'm sure there are huge things in our lives where our friends are like, oh my gosh, please stop doing that. <laughs> you know, Obviously we can't see them, you know, otherwise we would do something about them. But there's also times when you are doing everything right and it's just not working out the way you think it should. Or even in this, what we're in talking about is yeah. you're obeying God. You're actually doing the right thing and still things are hard. So yeah, I mean, you're not alone. You're probably not doing as many things wrong as you think you are <laughs> yeah. or as many things as other people think you are, which I think that's really difficult too. Yeah. I mean, cause I think one of the challenging things is you think that when, as soon as you obey God, like just instantly flip a switch and you're good. And yeah, it's like, and it just, I don't think it just isn't that it's just not that linear in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm thinking about like Joseph, you know, the story of Joseph and all the downs that he had to go through. I was going to say ups and downs, but really just a lot of downs yeah. after he would do the right thing, like one after another. And just, it seemed like it just got worse for him, but really like God was just setting him up to be used in such a great and mighty way. You know, God was at work the whole time, you know? Yeah. And, but Joseph couldn't see that. So, I mean, the encouragement to you um, and to myself and to us as we're going <laughs> through this is that Obeying God is the absolute best thing that we can do in any situation that we're in. Like there's never a situation where obeying God is not going to be the best thing for us. <laughs> We've seen that happen in our lives so much. Like biblically, I know that is true. And that's my encouragement to you. Obey God. And even if it doesn't work out as quickly or it doesn't seem like things are getting better as fast as you would like, mm -hmm. keep going. God has your best at heart and good things around the corner. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I had a good time having that conversation. And I actually enjoy these a lot because I get to, I don't know, sometimes just talking things out, they become a little bit clearer in my head. So it's beneficial for me. And hopefully it was helpful to you as well. So I'd love to hear from you. We're always looking for new ideas of different podcasts that we can do that will bless you and that will minister to you and help you in your situation. So definitely let me know. You can find me on Twitter. We're at Seedtime. Instagram over there. Obviously, you can email us. You can email me, bob at seedtime.com. 
any of the above all work. I am a little bit more active on Twitter. Random side note, but I've had a Twitter account for, I don't know, 10, 11 years or something and just haven't used it much, but I'm finally starting to play on Twitter a little bit more. So you can definitely say hi over there. So have a great rest of your day and I'll see you soon.